Hey guys, Victor and Ricks here from Stream of Thought, wanting to let you know that we are not only on iTunes anymore. We've expanded onto Spotify and Stitcher. You can also find us on Podbean. Please, if you listen to our podcast, leave us a rating. We would love your feedback. Also, send an email to streamofthoughtpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear anything that you have for us. Thanks for listening. Happy Earth Day from Stream of Thought, and here we are on episode number 87, and on this beautiful morning, we start off by talking about Earth Day. (laughs) We talk about Earth Day, a little mishap I had last year in celebration of Earth Day, that eventually somehow transitions into... Little flip-flops. Flip-flopping, people changing opinions, particularly politicians. Oh my god, not too much. Not too much. But we talk about the weed. Yeah, we talk about weed. Uh, and then we we spend a little time on TV. There's just yeah too many options. We talk about a few almost. TV programs, uh, the change in culture when it comes to watching TV, the viewership from the 90s, early 2000s, and uh, right now, and just the availability of the different platforms. And really, but who needs TV when you have summer right around the corner? And movie pass. And movie pass. And sunset pool. Oh, so much to look forward summer to. Summer activities coming up. Great as 2018. We, uh, as we just summer. finished up winter a couple days ago, a six-month winter. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. With that being said, episode number 87 of Stream of thought we hope you enjoy so much much better better. so much oh my goodness do you know what today is i almost forgot what is today Today is Earth Day. Uh, I I was really hoping you you weren't going to say your birthday. No, Earth Day. Earth Day. Earth Day. Every year. Happy Earth Day. Globally, April 22nd, since 1970. Ah, so so that's what you were researching before? No, 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 no. I just just wanted to look up if I could find a quick couple, like a a few quick facts. That stuff I already knew. Okay. It's not like I was you, on. The, it's not like I was on the internet. I was like, "Oh, today's Earth Day." What? No, I knew about it. What happened today? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, is this something then you've been aware of every year, or is uh, it like occasionally? I I like first found out about Earth Day almost ten years ago. It was in college. Okay. I remember because I thought it was really. Um, I thought it was really weird how. Uh, was, people would make such a big deal about 4:20, and then two days later is Earth Day. Yeah. And uh and I made the conscious decision. I think it was like uh I think I was a junior in college when I was like, "Oh, today is 4:20." And I just now I just think it's like so stupid. It's just another day. I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Of course. But you've grown Earth, up. But if if I were smo- if I were smoking weed right now or if I was in the habit of smoking weed, I would totally do celebrate Earth Day and smoke weed rather than like get high on 420. You know what I'm saying? As as the more, uh, I just think 420 is such a stupid fucking holiday, quote unquote holiday. It's just so dumb and cliche. Well, and you over know, the it's be- become a corporate thing now. Now that that marijuana is becoming legalized, really? in California. I don't know. There were a couple of comedians who were talking about it in the late night shows, but the marketing and actually uh, Bill Maher, real time with Bill Maher this past Friday, one of their overtime segments was on marijuana and how the legalization of marijuana on a nationwide level is meaning that corporations are seeing the profit because of the huge revenue sales from states that have already legalized. So you come to a point now where 
suddenly it's money. Well, what party cares very much about capitalism and money? What part? Like, what, what political what, what party? Political party, yeah. The Republican Party? Yeah. So you have Democrats right now who are pushing it. But as soon as it becomes financially lucrative and Republicans see, oh, this is this makes people wealthy. Like, yeah. it becomes a bipartisan issue, so yeah. to speak. And so you're going to see, um, even quicker than gay marriage, I think, because... Fun story. The reason everyone was talking about this was former Speaker of the House John Boehner, who used – I don't know if you nope, remember I don't John know Boehner. Is. Nope. He used to cry a lot. Like people made fun of him for crying really? a lot. Yes. Why? why? Because he becomes he so passionate? He was a very emotional person. When he's like making a speech or something? Yeah, yeah. He, when he became Speaker, I never thought this day would come. And people made fun of him. <laughs> yeah. So – but yeah. he, I mean – uh, but he was very opposed to marijuana when he was Speaker of the House. He's like, I am I'm unalterably opposed to mm-hmm. any sort of legalization of marijuana. He just be, he just joined the board of one of the largest marijuana corporations saying that his views on marijuana had evolved in just a matter of like four years. I saw uh, years. Uh, there was a meme that I saw that was uh, – I think the caption said something like why we shouldn't trust politicians – and it it showed a picture of a guy I don't know who it was with like a with a young girl and a poster that said something like you know so and so for for Planned Parenthood and then there was like a separate picture same guy with like another poster or like another thing with somebody else that said like something something against Planned Parenthood <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's... but the thing is too it's like I don't get why people. Um, like people, 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 people minds, or like, or just with whatever the case is, like people evolve as individuals. So obviously, like maybe their thoughts on something is going to change no matter how small or big it is. So when someone is like, um, when what's his name, Boehner, John Boehner, yeah. was against marijuana, and yeah. now he's joined a board that is for marijuana. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, people evolve, but it's interesting to see evolution on a group scale because yeah. normally like we as individuals evolve over time based off of conversations and like life experiences right and it, it evolves naturally our beliefs shift in hopefully independent of culture I at large yeah. i mean it can be an influencer but hopefully we're doing the soul searching unfortunately what you see a lot of times is uh you got a couple of leaders who say their positions have evolved and then suddenly group think takes over and everyone's like, oh, I guess my position has evolved yeah, too because I haven't really thought themselves. too I haven't really thought too hard about it. Because it's easier to follow than to be independent. Well and lead. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I I wanted I had read an article uh, recently that I just found fascinating about um, what it's kind of related. White evangelical support for Donald Trump. And back in twenty sixteen, guess what um, Donald Trump's support. This was before he won the nomination in the primaries. What his support among white evangelicals, uh, favorable, unfavorable? Unfavorable. Uh, yeah, but the the range, what percentage of people? Oh, white, what, oh, what percentage I of white evangelicals? I'll say uh, 76% unfavorable and Just say 20, favorable. Okay, favorable. What, what, what percentage favorable? Oh, like what a, percentage favorable? Guys, you're just, <laughs> you're, just, you're just making this as confusing as possible. It's not for that me. confusing. Okay, that I'll say 24% were favorable. That's exactly right. No way! You are exactly right. Really? It, ranged, it ranged from 24 was the lowest that it uh-huh. got uh, uh, to 30%. Okay. So it fluctuated during the primaries. Got it. Poll just came out uh, a week or so ago. Uh, 
among white evangelicals, get guess what his support? Oh, is. just recently? Just recently? Eighty nine percent. No, a little high, but it's it's uh, right again. But you were you were close. It's seventy one percent of white women and eighty two percent of white men. Okay. Uh, who consider themselves conservative evangelicals. So, yes, it's very interesting how... And, I mean, that... And that's an instance where, like, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. how how do they have a more favorable opinion the more they've heard about him over the course of the past two years? That sort of evolution, I feel like, is very similar to people just learning more about... Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's weird because, it's like, if, if they were learning more, you would think it'd be the opposite. But well, um, I was... Uh, it's very confusing. I just finished up, or I just started season six of The Office this morning. So oh my I've, goodness, I've still on The Office. been binge-watching The Office, yes, right? Yes, yes, But what's, what I really like about Netflix is that they automatically start playing different trailers when you log into Netflix... Um, before, you know, you would make a selection and whatever the cursor was on, yeah. that would be the background and th- that would just be it. Yeah. But now when you log into Netflix, the default background is just a random Netflix promotion. It's the trailer. Mm-hmm. So there's a video playing and uh, one of them is Donald Trump and that uh, there's a documentary on Donald Trump that's like right next to the office. This is like suggested vested views or views or something. There's clips from the 80s and I was thinking... Well, wow, it's really interesting because even people our age who were born in the late 80s, early 90s, right now just have this huge impression of Donald Trump being an asshole and being the president. You know what I'm saying? But, like, people older than us and our parents' age know of him probably more as, like, the business tycoon. People our age don't – we knew of the show that he had, like, The Apprentice, and we knew he was an office tycoon or a business tycoon, but we didn't really grow up with him – emerging to be the real estate mogul that he is in New York. So what I'm saying is I'm really interested in going to see that documentary and learning more about his past rather than all this information that is on the uh, current day. Yeah, it's interesting because people, our parents' generation, have a pretty negative opinion of his uh, like business people. who actually, who, Anybody who sort of followed him, anybody who lived in New York, mm-hmm. um, he, I mean, he was blatantly racist. He was... Um, lots of housing discrimination, mm-hmm. uh, lots of bullying people, like trying to force an old woman out of her home so that he could build a, a luxury condo yeah. or something like that. So, I mean, he, he did not have a good reputation, but it was The Apprentice, when The Apprentice came out, that changed his favorability rating and just like made him a reality TV yeah. star who was like the boss. Yeah. And people like the image of the boss, and so people didn't really think too much about his real estate stuff they only saw him on tv that's how he gained national exposure yeah and so the first images that people saw of him nationally was one of uh portrayed you know the the king of kings so yeah. to speak right yeah and for so sure. yeah yeah learning about i think that's important to learn about some of the stuff that that happened earlier in his his career um switching back real quick to earth day yeah i'll be honest when we started talking about weed i was like I just want to talk about Earth Day right now, but I guess this is where the conversation's going, so I'm just going to go with it. But I have a story, real quick story. Last year on Earth Day, or maybe it was two years ago, um, they were selling, uh, like, these plants at uh, Aldi, and we were going to throw them out because um, I think we had to make room for something else. And I was like, oh, no. 
not on Earth Day. No, not on Earth Day. I'm going to save these plants. And so I took them. And I remember I had like six to eight of them in these little, just these little, you know, uh, planters that were like six inches in diameter. And I took them and I remember walking out of the store and I caught a glimpse of myself in the glass, like holding all these plants. I was like, oh, I'm going to save you guys. I put them in my car. I maybe even buckled one of them up in the front seat. Of course you did. Were I put you them high? In the, no, oh, no. Oh, okay. Um... I put them in the car and I get to my house and then the next day I plant them outside and uh, I plant them outside and, you know, a few days go by and they look like they, they're still, they look like they're not doing very well and I'm watering them and everything. I just can't figure out what is going on. And a few weeks go by and they just, I I can't figure out why they're not growing, you Uh know, why there's nice and everything. And they start to look a, a little withered and I'm like what the hell is happening turns out these plants are all indoor plants oh, <laughs> they're not supposed to be planted outside oh my goodness wow <laughs> so I was like uh are, I'm like that's the last time I'm doing that because I I had a bunch of them and I was I dug up some holes in the backyard so and I planted weird. them <laughs> you are so weird I don't know I don't know anyone who our age who would do something like that <laughs> You little baby plant. I think maybe... Are you looking so wilted? Let me give you a little more water. Yeah, I was just like, what is going on? Why is it that these are not doing well? Papa Victor? They were never supposed to be outside (laughs) in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And it was weird because the two or three that I had inside (laughs) were doing really well. Yeah. I was just like, what the hell is happening? You know, this was two years ago, you said. Uh, This may have been last last year or the year before. I can't remember. Okay, so the internet. I think it was last. Internet, no, it was last year. It was last year. So the internet yeah. exists at this point in time. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you just Google what the plant was and see what it needed to grow? I figured it was a plant. You just stick it no! in the ground oh and just God. water it. Have you ever done anything with plants in your life before? No. I mean, <laughs> so you thought that this would be a great. I thought you just take a plant. You take it out of the planter, dig a hole, throw some dirt over it. Water it. Oh my god. You need to you, this isn't you need to grow you need science to, rocket science. You need to make a garden. I've thought about learn, that. that. Learn the nice. basics of when I when I was growing up we had a garden in the back of our, our house. What happened learned, to it? Oh it died. I mean, <laughs> oh, so I'm taking gardening lessons from the guy with the garden hey, that died. At the very okay. least, I I understood some of the basics of like, for example, if you're gonna if you were going to grow anything that uh, animals like you're gonna need a fence Obviously. people don't like yes but that's something that you may not think about until the plants are gone you're like where yeah. the hell did the plants yeah. go they didn't get up and walk away oh that's right so but wouldn't squirrels just climb over the fence squirrels don't eat plants what about like tomatoes if you're growing tomatoes yeah that, sometimes you'll need a mesh screen over top too so okay it it depends All right. yeah um yeah so what else? Fence. What, what I I don't know. It's been a turning while. Turning the soil. Yes, turning the soil. Nitrates. I know enough to go on Google to to because I know that I, what I do know what I do know the base dude, the basic dude. Let's uh we should have a growing competition. We should grow something and uh, plant it at the beginning of the month or the beginning of May, end of the month, end of this month maybe, and then by August or September, see how well it's grown. <laughs> Interesting. You know what might be more interesting? 
is we pick out some seeds uh, and we don't tell the other person and then we give them the other person's seeds and see if they're able to make it grow. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. I got confused. Just, okay, whatever. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, but the basic thing that you need to know about plants is that every single plant needs something different in order to grow. Some are, like, partial sunlight, some are full, some are indoor. Like, they, they, they all vary, so the very basic that I know is that I need to research what plants are because they all... Some need particular soil. Like, you never know. It's very interesting. It's very complicated. That is. But if you do it right, we did do it right for a couple of plants. I think... Um, Tomatoes. We might have gotten some tomatoes, which ended up turning. Yeah. <laughs> I I think lettuce is super easy to grow, right? I think so. I don't know. Potatoes can be pretty easy. But also, how like how much would you need to plant if you were just if you were just planting food for one person for yourself? I feel like I would need to plant a bunch because I would just consume a lot. Yes. Yeah. You'd probably need a pretty large garden. I would imagine. If, if you are planning on that being your primary source of food. Right. Just like fruits and vegetables. Yeah, if you're, if you're living a disgusting lifestyle like that <laughs> with no protein, then, yeah. then yes, I'm, you would need to grow a lot. But no, I mean generally like people will have it as a side or whatever and not have it as every single meal as a meal itself. So you don't need something massive, but good plot of land. Right. So what uh, what else were you going to bring up? Uh, well, okay. So I've been feeling in a very uh, unsettled mood, and it I I think a lot of it has to do with I mean the the growing of the YouTube channel, which has been going well. Yeah, where are we at now? Seventy two hundred. Uh, seventy four. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Uh, continuing to grow. Everything's going wonderful. About to release a new channel trailer, but. And so YouTube is going through the same thing that every other social media thing is. And I know we've talked a little bit about the issues that Facebook and Twitter and some of these other um, of our social media outlets, yeah, the issues they've been having with fake news and all that. So I have been uh, – one of my alerts on my news feed that I get is from YouTube – stories in, uh, on YouTube in, in the news, very small. And recently I've been seeing a spate of headlines that have been from, like, NBC, Washington Post, like, some of the bigger outlets talking about YouTube's algorithms. And it's changing in the way that the issue right now that there is and is that recommendations for videos uh, that you end up getting on your feed – tend to encourage people to click things that are going to catch their eye and keep them on the site. So very provocative images and thumbnails or um, whatever, like the video they don't want you to see mm-hmm. or try to disprove, you know, that the earth is flat, like, you know, scientific mm-hmm. proof kind of thing like that. And so very clickbaity stuff that's basically just conspiracy theories and, mm-hmm. and fake news kind of things. And... I think the news is just starting to pay attention to it. And I, for the first time, am actually starting to take it seriously. It's like, I never really thought that people did that sort of stuff, right? Click on links that are like, um, you know, 
10 reasons why Hillary Clinton's a murderer yeah. kind of thing. But, so, I never watched videos on the Drywall Doctor YouTube channel. I, but the my former partner used to watch videos. And I never really paid attention to, mm-hmm. like, what videos he followed. But recently, I went on the, the recommended videos and the list like that. And all of it was, like, super clickbaity. Like, <laughs> in the, like... Like, as close to, like, PG porn on YouTube as you could get. Yeah. Like, like you wouldn't believe what happened to this or the girl forgets to turn off webcam, and then it's a picture of this girl going, uh, yeah. like that, like a uh, still image of that to, like, per, per make it seem like she's orgasming or, you yeah. know, like, masturbating on, on a web camera. <laughs> like, she didn't realize her web camera was still yeah. on. Like, and it's just a list of, the, like, uh, what Simpson characters would look sexy or something like that. And yeah. then a picture of, like, with Maggie with big boobs or something like that. I'm yeah. like, what the... F-? And then I look at the views. 750,000 views. <laughs> 1.3 million views. 2.2 million views. 1.5 million views. And I'm like, are you kidding? Posted one week ago. Posted three days ago. Posted a month ago. Like, millions of views on these... I'm looking at this and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is disgusting. Yeah. Like, this is horrifying. And I think to myself, like... This is about as, like, sensational – as sensational as you could get without being banned from YouTube. Like, even then, <laughs> I don't know how how you could have titles or thumbnails that look like that that aren't banned that are posted three or four days ago. So, obviously, nothing's happened to them. They haven't been taken down, yeah. anything like that, and millions of views. And these are from channels like Viral Rant or mm-hmm. um, Crazy Wild Videos or – like these are probably the, the people that watch these videos are probably the same people that watch anime porn. I don't know. I'd, <laughs> I'd rather not think about that, honestly. But I just—it's like that's wow, funny that you say that because that's funny that you say that because if you click There's on so many of them, if you click on um, and we can continue this or or next episode, but after we record this, I'll have you. You can click on you on my YouTube uh, bookmark. And it'll populate, I've just like, what stuff you're subscribed to, but also just, like, suggested videos based on what you watch of videos that you just searched that have nothing to do with your subscription videos. Yep. And I like, I like the recommendation because it's like, oh, cool, like, this would be a good video based on either my subscriptions or just other stuff that I've searched. But to just log into the channel and to have all these just, just, uh immature and obscene obscene and uh what sounds to be fetish-esque videos just populate 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 like oh my goodness i'm like damn like this is weird shit like this is some this is this is this is a a realm of youtube i didn't really know existed on the level it existed i'm like Okay, so obviously, like, people use YouTube for pretty much everything. How to do mm-hmm. stuff, like, um, news, like, clips, viral clips, that sort of stuff. Like, everyone uses YouTube for something. And I'm like, okay, so obviously YouTube is making lots of money. But apparently a good portion of their watch time are from those videos. So those what are these, videos. what are in these videos? Just, like, I, I don't know. I actually haven't clicked on them. Like, but, because my, my instinctual reaction, I've just over clinical training and stuff like that, I instinctively trained myself to resist blatant propaganda yeah. or blatant clickbait. I've sort of, I make it 
instinctual to avoid that and not click on it. You got to start using the uh, that channel. Uh, logging in under that email and start uh, searching for rand- uh, other stuff that you normally search for, you know, political stuff. That way you can eventually flush out all of the uh, yeah, obscene the, stuff. The, the just really crazy shit. But it's good, though, in the sense that I started just – I wasn't watching the videos necessarily. I may have seen a couple of them, but it's just like – Really hyper voice and just yeah. this is the craziest thing ever and just yeah. very um, aggressive like uh-huh. like oh my god like why is this person yelling at me right now yeah uh, and so going through these these sites I'm like there's so many of them they're all over the place like oh my god millions millions of people and I wonder if it's the same millions of people who are subscribing to all these fucking viral uh, channels or whatever <laughs> but I'm like god damn it. Like, <laughs> I look at the how-to section of the dry, of like anything uh, drywall or home improvement related. Mm-hmm. I mean, the highest you're going to get is a half a million, maybe maybe one person has 750,000 subscribers along the how-to uh, uh, home improvement okay. type field, but nowhere near like for people that post. Uh, what would Lisa Simpson look like if she was real and 18? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's like, um, like, uh, oh, yeah. One was like, um, real, uh, real scenes included in Disney movies. And then it has a picture of what looks like, um, two, two uh, the rabbit, uh, anime rabbit movie that they had with Roger the, Rabbit. No, the, Roger the most rabbit? recent one with the, the, the girl rabbit cop. The it's girl. a kid's, it, it was a kid's movie. Is it an animation, but with real people? Like it's an animation. Peter Rabbit? No, no, it's not like Peter Rabbit. The whole thing is animation. Yes. It's, it's, it's an animated movie. It's like a Pixar movie or whatever. I have no it's idea. like a Disney movie, but anyway, it shows them what looks like a male bunny and a female bunny, like having sex like doggy style yeah <laughs> on, the, on the on the thumbnail like it's just above the waist but you have the, 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 the male the rabbit video? holding the female rabbit from behind holding her ears no way like <laughs> and it says real scenes included in disney movies so it looks like they're they're having sex yeah. and it's like in all caps uh-huh. like deleted <laughs> movies that are actually there and it's like yeah. wow oh my goodness and uh, i think that one had like five million Wow. What the? That's funny. Wow. I mean, wow. Really. Speaking of uh, views and millions, I um, remember we were talking about the, what were the numbers for average viewership for Walking Dead? Uh, In the teens? It had dropped. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. It was, it was. I'm in the middle of uh, the office and so I researched, you know, what were the, what were the average views in millions for each season? And they were low. And that's relative, but wow, for such a hit this television show was, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember the numbers exactly, but it it was like maybe two, three, four, five, seven. Like it was in the low millions. And then I look up um I look up Breaking Bad and I'm just like, what? This can't be right. Same thing, but higher, like mm-hmm. seven, eight million. And I'm just like, no way. And then I look up Friends and Seinfeld. Dude, those programs, and even from like beginning to end each season, Seinfeld was higher than Friends, but 
friends easily averaging no less than 21 22 million mm. every season mm-hmm. season finale high of i think 52 million viewers Se- uh, seinfeld uh Similar, like mid twenties, low thirty million, low thirties. Mm-hmm. Season finale, I think it was seventy six million people. Yeah, I that. believe that holds a record. I think that holds the record. Yeah, for, for a season a series finale. And then I looked up Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones is a little bit different because I mean, so many people probably watch pirated versions of it. It's the and, most pirated in history of. The and year. I don't know if these numbers were just in the world or in the U.S. when I looked it up, but it was the same thing, like really low compared to what a phenomenon it is. Yes, and I, so in this last season that happened, season seven, it keeps going up every season. I think it was at ten million. So before that, you know, it'd be five, seven, eight, nine. I'm just like really again surprised like how low those numbers are for how big of a show it is. Wait, you're saying Game of Thrones was yeah. eight to ten million? Yeah. The last season was the highest viewership they've ever had. That okay. was ten around well, 10 then, million. Well wa- yeah, Walking Dead would be about lower than that, much lower than that. Um but you know, there's actually so there's actually a reason um in regards to the office and breaking bad okay. as to why that disparity between the number of views at the beginning and the number of views at the end are so different. And that's because unlike Seinfeld or unlike Friends, which were, uh, first of all, very, like, there was only a limited supply of television back in the day that those shows were airing, and the networks promoted the hell out of those shows. They were cultural phenomena. They were the water cooler shows. All the TV shows, the popular ones, were on the main network, CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox. Yep. It wasn't like... It was really before cable. the advent of cable as an yeah. entertainment alternative. Yeah, yeah. And so you had just the, the core audience of, of most of America able to watch these shows. And so that was the thing that everyone related to and talked to. Come to The Office and Breaking Bad, the, these are cable shows. These are some of the first setting, uh, setting Office, I think, is NBC. Is, sorry, and the, the, uh, NBC. But for Breaking Bra- Bad was AMC. Breaking Bad was AMC. And they yeah. set the, the groundwork for, for cable being a a good alternative but with those those were not those were just one in many different shows out there and they were not promoted highly by the they had to earn their stripes over time and it wasn't until about season five or six of both of them that they actually gained cultural relevance and suddenly people recognized them to be like icons of, of the cultural moment and so then you see this influx of viewers and it builds and builds and builds until its uh, concluding seasons, in which they see you know some of the highest viewing there. Yeah. But yeah, basically the lower the lower ratings just because there's more more content out there, and it's hard to tell at the outset if a show is going to be really really good. Um, even with Game of Thrones, people are like dragons and ice zombies, right. like what the hell? Like I'm not going to watch something like that. Yeah, and then magic, what magic? Yeah, a show about magic and dragons, like really? Yeah, and so it took a couple of seasons to be like, oh, this is legit. And suddenly, people are like this is the new water cooler conversation. As much as we can get in this day and age of everyone, yeah, having their well, choice. I remember always uh, a few times, always a few times, Chris Hardwick mentioning how. Nowadays, it's such a uh, – well, the industry is always cutthroat, but like Seinfeld, for example, when they played the, pi- they played the pilot, it didn't do well, and they were going to drop the show. But then I guess back in the 90s, what they would sometimes 
just to fill airtime, replay pilot episodes. Oh wow! Of Back shows the that day. they were thinking oh, of goodness. maybe dropping. Yeah, and it and it did really well. And they're like, oh okay, well let's let's go ahead and you know let's run with this. And so I think it was Jason Alexander or somebody, maybe it was Jerry Seinfeld. They're talking about like how today a show like Seinfeld would never be able to emerge, you know, given its its history. If it was put in the same scenario, it would just be dropped. Nothing would happen from it. But how um, how he says like you got to let it show breathe because it takes you know three or four seasons for the show to find its identity. Yeah, I know and you've to before. and to really um, strike a chord with yeah. people. Well, Netflix just announced something like 170 projects for 2018 that's that crazy. they're going to be putting together. And it's like, they are really just, I mean, they're going to try to be like the Amazon of TV. Yeah. Really. I mean, how in the world, how in the world is regular syndicated television going to be able to survive when you literally have the opportunity to float 170 different ideas from random people Random people have the most creative and, yeah. and innovative ideas. People in a corporate boardroom have groupthink, and and ideas tend to be recycled over and over again. Netflix is like, let's crowdsource this. Like, the public is a great place to find creativity. Yeah, you can submit screenplays to Amazon, and they'll yeah, yeah and and they will act on it. And so it's it's phenomenal to see uh, just. The accessibility, I think that somebody like yourself, I mean, mm-hmm. if you decide to write a screenplay, you can totally submit it and suddenly have a have a show yourself. What's cool, too, what I really like, too, <clears throat> I think, peop- I think uh, it's be- people are becoming more aware that anybody, even if you don't have any experience, you can pitch something and have it be really successful, whether it's a TV show or, you know, a movie. And the crazy thing is now, too, is like back in the day, I'm thinking... You know, there wasn't YouTube, there wasn't, you know, f- uh, television available on your phone. It was just, you know, a cable box or satellite in your home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Normally one, two rooms, maybe three. So, and that, what I would be curious to know is the average number of um, televisions in a home in America versus the average number, net, well, everyone has a cell phone. So now even if you are, you know, people are paying attention now. What what is it that okay this TV show here yeah this will maybe be popular for this demographic or that demographic you know but now there are programs out there that even like age rate say like eleven to fourteen would be like super 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 popular and can be available all what do they do in the summer nothing but just watching Netflix probably that's what I'm guessing but if you're now having to pay attention to a much larger demographic of people who have just as much weight if not more in saying like oh this is cool this is not versus trying to probably appeal to quote unquote adults yes you, you i mean you you look at i think the smart people in the industry are realizing purchasing power isn't just an immediate like you don't just target the 25 to 44s yeah. because uh you know the white male suburban people because you don't have to like there's all the demographics you can target even those ages 11 through uh, 18 or whatever yeah. who have no pur- purchasing power currently but if you built if you are dedicated to having a business that's going to sustain itself for a decade in 10 years from now they're going to be the prime demographic yeah. they're going to have the prime purchasing power if you get them early and, and make that brand loyalty immediately 
Look at Apple. I mean, Apple, they, they install all their computers in schools. Uh, people grow up loving Apple. Knowing Apple, it's like a, it's like a relative. Really. Yeah. And so when they have purchasing, purchasing power, brand loyalty, people talk about people who are uh, diehard Apple. It's because they grew up with it. It's, it's their brand. Yeah. And uh, that, is, that is the success of people who are like, this is an investment. Like, we got to think outside the box in how we approach it. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I'm, again, like I said, I'm in the middle of binge watching Office. And I got to be careful not to start something new because I'm looking, I really enjoy watching The Office, but I, I look forward to being done with it so I can get back to my life. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I, I know how that is when you get sucked into a television show. Yeah. It's like you – that's why I think I avoid binge-watching some of the shows that – or starting to watch some of the shows yeah. that I've been recommended to because I know I'm going to probably end up going down the rabbit hole and yeah. having to watch them all and just like uh, every every moment. And there's a lot of good previews that I've seen on Netflix that are playing well, before I could click on Office. I'm just like, uh, just keep watching Office. Don't pay attention to this. Just turn off the system after you're done with the office and get back to what you can with your life. Wow. That's that's profound, my friend. I think, though, I don't think I'm going to watch the last two seasons because I don't think Steve Carell is in the last two seasons. But whenever he leaves, I'll probably just not watch it because, eh, why would I? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I I have not really been that big of an office fan. Dude, you, you start watching it. Uh, I I enjoy it. It's so it's good. It's something that uh, if I was flipping on the TV, which I never watch TV anymore, but if I'm flipping but through the channel, it's me see too. It, like I, I liked it. it. Like it'd be fun. Like I'd flip it on, and then they I, I started noticing it was like syndicated a lot more. They'd play like three or four episodes in a row, and I was like, wow, this really is pretty damn funny. And so that's why I decided to watch it. Because but when it was on, like I would watch it, but I wouldn't watch it every week when it was a new episode. It was funny, and I liked it, but then. I kind of started paying a little more attention to it. Damn. I'm so happy. Such a great show. So ridiculous. I I am just happy to see what Netflix has and Amazon have in store for us. This They're coming out with movies that are in theaters and everything, too. I know. Isn't that weird? I wonder if your movie pass is going to apply to those. Yeah, it'll apply to any movie. Any, uh, have I showed you the app? Yes. Uh, no, I don't think you've actually shown yeah, me the app itself. So, but. Um, What's pretty interesting is that on MoviePass, which now I'm so happy I got it when they were promoting it for like seven bucks a month. Yeah. And now it's like 10 bucks a month. But I used it again last night. Nice. When I was hanging out with my mom and uh, I saw Chappaquiddick. But when you open up the app, it tells you like what new movies are there. And you can click on theaters. Oh my god! And it will wow. only and you there's a map version and then there's a list version, and it will only populate theaters that accept Movie Pass. Okay, which is pretty cool. Which I guess now AMC does. I thought at one time they didn't. No, yeah, I am so I'm shocked. That's it's uh, cool because it, wow. it will populate a list as well as a map, and then. Uh, what you can do is also, I mean, you can go to your account. You can kind of see. I'm really curious. I'm really interested in, in adding up how much money I would have spent on theaters. I've only gone to two movies, so it would have been $14, 7 bucks each at the Glen. But 
I can't wait for this thing to start paying for itself and then just me just winning. I was thinking, all summer. It's going to be <laughs> great. Winning all summer. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that goes too because I was thinking about it more. And it tells you thinking, also, real quick to interrupt you, movies that are coming out soon. Yeah. It's a really cool app. Okay, yeah. Continue. I, and I, I was thinking about it. Seven, $7 a month. I mean, even if they're taking your data and I mean, you're giving your data to everyone else anyway. That's what so I was about to say. I'm I'm thinking you probably may <laughs> We'll see though. I'm interested to see. Because there's so many good movies coming out this summer. Like I'm definitely gonna find a way to see Avengers Infinity War when it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Absolutely. because um, that will be the movie of the May fourth, right? Is it May fourth? I don't know. But I was watching uh, real quick to go back when we were, when I first mentioned movie pass. You're like, I don't see how a company can sustain itself with it's not and, a sustainable business with model. not a with without this a sustainable business model. And there's it's an episode not. of The Office where when Michael Scott starts his own paper company and he goes to like an accountant because they should try to figure out how much money they have where they can pay someone to deliver their paper. And he's like, you can afford to pay them nothing. And he's like, what can you what can you crunch the numbers again? It's <laughs> like it's the computer. There's no crunching. Well, can you just do it? And the guy turns, presses one button, and they're like, "Did anything change?" And he's like, "No." But what he says is, "You have you do not have a sustainable business model. Uh, you have a fixed business model as opposed to a variable business model." And he's like, uh, why, "Why don't you explain that uh, to them? I know what it is, but tell us what you think it is because he doesn't know." And he pretty much says, "You know, well, as your profit grows, your costs will grow, and everything like that." But it was really funny because in the scene. When he says when he mentions business model, Michael Scott is just like he is just he kind of has that 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 dumbfound look with the deer in the headlights. Uh, what does not compute? Does you not know compute business model? But guess what? what? Uh, business isn't my background. They'll figure it out. Yeah, as long history. as I don't care. As long and as I can as long as I can see free movies. Who knows? Maybe this thing will only be around for another year or six months. I don't know. Oh yeah, no. Even if it's only around for another year, you but can, you can it's not like I'm buying stock in this thing. But hell, ninety bucks for unlimited movies every year. I am in. So you paid the ninety flat. Or I paid. It was me. It was when I got it for the promotion. Seven bucks a month. That's seventy eighty four dollars for twelve months. Plus a six dollar service fee for. So you paid for the, uh, everything at once then. Yeah, you have to pay everything at once. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well we'll see. Like, cause summer I think is going to be a very interesting. Yeah. Um, time, and if the movies are as big as we think they're going to be, because yeah. there's what the Jurassic World coming out as well, and uh, uh, oh, one more. Speaking of which, another one. I love watching previews when I go to a movie theater. I love. I cannot wait to see There's what comes out. There's nothing like seeing a preview in a movie theater. The second time, though, when I saw Ready Player One a couple weeks ago and I saw Chappaquiddick last night, you know what really turns me off? Trailers to movies where the cast, everyone in the cast is over the age of 60. Like those movies that where the demographic is for people between the ages of like the Morgan Freeman. Of, style no, 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 no. Just like where it's old people having a good time. Oh, you know what I'm saying, no. dude? No. Oh my god, what? you will like, rec- you will now recognize. You will now recognize movies it. about old people having good, a good time. Yeah, what yes. the hell are you talking I, that's, about? That's the easiest way I can sum it up. Are you sure it's not 420 right now? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, well, you're not really making much sense. I am very positive. What do you know? Then, like movies that are currently playing. There was one 
for this one movie where it's just like like not rom coms. No, like old, but they are also like rom com for old people. Okay. That's I could that yeah. Now that you mention rom com, it's like rom com but for old people. Because I know a lot of the a lot of the uh, action stars, for example, do some a lot of movies together now, but they're for an older demographic. Like like Morgan Freeman did recently did a heist movie that was just uh, it was Morgan Freeman and a couple other old actors as well, and it was just like a bunch of them. It was like a comedy heist movie. Yeah, I I think I remember seeing. A preview for that that sounds very familiar i probably still wouldn't watch it but i'm thinking more in particular of rom-coms for old people it's just such a turn off i'm like getting pumped to see this movie and i see like just like old people just, <laughs> just like okay jokes for the elderly and just like all this shit that i don't care about that is so weird I trust I, me. I really you don't will know, know what you're talking about. You will know exactly what I'm talking about the next time you witness a preview like that. Okay. You will know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. It's just like get this shit off. Because for the most part, they'll usually play trailers similar to the movie that you're going to see. Sometimes. You yeah. know, have you noticed yeah. that? Yeah. And uh like, if I'm going to see, like, this intense action movie, I'm not trying to see a senior citizen rom-com Of course, trailer. yeah. Wheelchair races. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> that is so funny. I Like, I literally, I mean, every once in a while, you'll get the trailer that's just totally divorced from all the other trailers. Yeah. Um, what I don't like is seeing a movie that's maybe targeted more towards kids, and then you get all the kid action comedy movie yeah. previews. That, that, that's kind of that's a bummer like yeah because it when really something it changes your mindset when something of, skews too far from the main <laughs> from the main film that you're trying to go see yeah like if it's an action movie you want to see action previews yeah. not like old people like fighting with canes yeah but you'll trust me you will know exactly what i am talking about. i hope so because and it's good to get a good mix-up like if i'm going to see a thriller i'll see i would i don't mind seeing previews for a romantic comedy if it looks like it's with people my age i can deal with that if it's like one trailer one rom-com trailer and the others are like thriller yes. or action or drama like i can deal with that but again just was, I think was, it's because, more, was there more than one of these in I, your previews? Yeah, I, I think so one of them stuck huh. out in my brain but i think there were more than one which is why i was like what the hell is going on yeah because the second time uh, that would make sense you're like yeah. wait this is weird Okay, I could see t- if there were two of those. But then, also yeah. not to just, like, pick on... I sound like such an asshole right now. Yeah, old people, do. senior citizens. I think it's just all <laughs> on the opposite end, too. I, w- I do not like seeing films that are, like... Uh, or see a film and then the trailer is a super hardcore trailer for high school kids, too. It's just like, this is too much. I just... I need some, I need some balance. I need some balance. Yeah. Like, last night, I went to... My mom and I went to Oberweiss after the movie. We were going to go inside. And I pulled into a parking space. Just high school kids all over the place. I was like, I'm not doing this. And so I backed out and we went through the drive-thru. <laughs> That's a, a good like, option. Uh, too much energy. Too I much re- high school energy. Well, I remember before the internet, like, and you knew what movies were coming out uh, back when it was kind of a mystery. And you'd go to the movie theater and be like, well, what, what movies are going to be on the horizon kind of thing? And you'd... I, I just remember sitting on the edge of my chair, like, waiting for the title card to come. Because you saw all the actions. No, this can't be. 
are they really making a new Star Wars movie? Yeah, right. <gasps> a lightsaber. No way. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah. There was those moments of of just like on like they're actually making a magic movie. moment. Magic the, movie. Magic. The, the trailers were like a childhood moment of magic where yeah. you're like, yes, it's like Christmas will come. Like, yeah. I have something to look forward to. And they, I love when they advertise like an awesome movie. Lord and it's of like, the Rings. This looks amazing. And uh, it'll be like so today. It's, right now it's April 2018. This amazing movie, amazing movie, coming summer 2019. What the hell? <laughs> what are you? What? You're not even giving me a kidding me right now. Summer? What is this summer? I gotta wait I want- 14 months to see this movie. <laughs> Come on! Oh, Come on! Yeah, yeah. That what was, the hell? That was rough because <laughs> it was like. That was, that was about as big of a blue baller that you And those can get. those trailers are always like it shows you like these quick sequences that are just like 2 to 3 seconds long mm-hmm. and then there's usually not even any narration. It just fades to black and then the date slowly comes in. Mm-hmm. A general date too. Yeah. Never a specific yeah. date. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Coming July 2019. Yeah. I had to say... What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I, I have something we'll talk about off air. Okay. I don't want to have it on air, but... Uh, yes, I, I do enjoy a good... I do enjoy a good movie trailer, yeah. so... But yeah, I love... I'm, I'm pumped for summer. Summer movies. And Sunset Pool. Oh my god, Sunset Pool, really? Our local community pool. Yeah. Where all the, the third graders go and hang No, that's what... It is weird, because I went there last year for the first time in years. And yeah, I, I would go there... there since high school. And I'm just like, this is so weird. Like, there's just kids everywhere. everywhere. There are kids all over the place. Climbing all over and everything, running they would, back and forth. They would do... Uh, I remember being a kid, they would do, like, Adult Swim, which I... I never went in the pool. I would always, always go there, lie in the sun, listen to music, and then go down the slide a couple times and go back in the sun. I guess go down the slide, slide a couple yes. times and go back in the sun. But they'd be like, adult swim. I am still to this day convinced that there should not be adult swim, but a kid swim. No adults in the pool. I remember thinking that as a child. And I was just so just convinced in my brain, like, this, how could this not be a thing? It has to be. And, and I still think so. Clarify: you, adults, uh, Adult Swim was when all the kids. Everyone had to get knows out. what Adult Swim is. Yes, I didn't. Adult Swim. People who don't, who never went to community pools, have no idea what Adult yeah, Swim is. Yeah, it's when if you're under the age of eighteen, you got to get your ass out of the pool for ten to fifteen, maybe twenty minutes. Yeah, and that adults was only a pain in the ass. If I you're between the that. ages of yeah, it's like four and seventeen. If you're like three or younger, you can. Just Everyone be with does your not know what you know adult what I'm swim is. No, but kids swim. They should totally do that. Have a balance where if you're over eighteen, you got to get your ass out. Kids only. <laughs> yeah, that's such a suburban thing to suggest. <laughs> I love I love the show. That was great. But I do remember. Uh, yeah, I, was, I remember being there and just like this is so weird because. All these people here are children, and all these people here with the children, the parents are like all my age or just like a little bit older. It's like I'm, yeah, that's right because they would be about our age. Whenever right? I go there yeah. to the, go in the grass, I try and pick a spot like away from all of the kids, uh-huh. and it's just weird because I you, you see people running around, and it's just 
interesting and a little bit um, nostalgic to see middle school kids interacting with each other too. It's just weird. It's just you. It's just weird. It's yeah. just like you're they're just, so much smaller. They're just. They're so, they're, but that was at Sunset Pools where I found five dollars when somehow miraculously nobody was around me and there was a five dollar bill. It was not there when I put my do- towel down. It was there when I opened my eyes, like, at some point when I was listening to music. I feel like Sunset Pool is the best place to find random money lying on the ground. Oh, for sure. I cannot count, uh, like, three or four times, uh, a do- like, either myself or someone who I was there with yeah. found, like, a dollar or something just on the ground. Yeah. Like, people drop money there all the fucking time. People drop money at the grocery store all the time. Really? Uh, not, I mean, more more often than you think. Uh, I, I think so. I found a total of like eight dollars so far. Wow, <laughs> that's that's interesting. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, which I usually well, only one time I think I found like a dollar, which I just kept. But the other times I found like three or five dollars, and I'd leave it up front, and I'd tell the cashiers like, "Hey, I found this. If anyone is asking for this money, like it's here in the drawer." Mm-hmm. And then like by the end of the day. No one asked for it, then I'll just like take it and I'll give the cashier who I told like a couple bucks, keep their mouth shut. <laughs> but one woman so found weird. like twenty or forty bucks yeah. and they kept it in the office. Like a couple weeks went by, and no one claimed it, so she got to keep it. That was cool. Uh, yeah. Finding money is a good if you can get a do- at least a one dollar bill, you know, a quarter, whatever, but if you can get at least like a dollar, it's just like about a dollar. Yeah, pretty cool. That's nice. Every once in a while, yeah, it does. It's weird. It does happen if you have your eyes open. But like I learned from you, in order for somebody to win, somebody's got to lose. Yeah, basic economics. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think we're done here.